How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 105.3 FM HD2. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the same the same old stuff, the, the second course of the food show. And we'd love to hear from you about where you've been eating lately, if I can help you with a recipe. Or if you are going out to eat with somebody and you don't know exactly who to, uh, you know, which, uh, what restaurant to try, uh, you know, whatever it is, uh, give us a buzz and we'll give you some ideas. Our number is 260-6368, 260 well, look who's here. It's Ron, the gourmet waiter. Ron, you there? Hello. Yes, sir. How are you doing, Tom? I'm doing fine. Uh, uh, you are uh, substituting for me while I'm gone for a, a couple of days. What? Uh, w- when are you on? I'm on Friday afternoon, the Fr- day before you. The day before the weekend that I'm assuming you might get back. Uh, oh, that I might get back. Huh? Uh, what? I, I, I'm sure. I'm sure that you all leave your travel plans open. So uh, I told Marianne that I would be on standby in case anything happened. I know oh, she's I got see. some other people set up. Uh huh. Oh, but, okay. Uh, no, it'd be my pleasure as usual. I've got two exciting guests. Obviously, I. I uh, I'll tell you who they are. Um, yeah, please if do. You'd like? Yeah, sure. Go okay. ahead. Okay. Um, this is a restaurant rebirth in the warehouse I, district. I, I think his it's name is ter- Manny Pineda. It's uh, Manny is the former GM of uh, of uh, Mr. John's Steakhouse, uh-huh. and then also uh, number one back in the kitchen there, Chef Ricky Sheremy from Galliano, Louisiana. Uh, yeah, well, he he's over at Galliano, isn't he? Uh, no, he. Yeah, well, they own both. Yeah, I know. But uh, he's Ricky. Ricky spends most of his time at Rebirth. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, named Galliano because that's where uh, Chef Ricky Sheremy's from. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I used that's... to work with Manny a while back. Manny uh, over at Cava, yes, Manny, yeah. the other mm-hmm. owner. Yeah, at Cava, uh, that was Danny Milan. Yeah, that was a terrific place too. All of the yeah. restaurants. Yeah, I, I, I must say uh, the the one um, uh, the the one that's uh, 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 oh, we were just talking about it. Um, Galliano. Galliano, yeah. Uh, Great ingredients. Uh, it has a nice style to it. It's not my type of of favor, a flavor. Uh, it just it, it, okay. it's it's really powerful in in the spice department, uh, which yeah. uh, you know there was a time when I would lo- seek that out and would really love it. But sure. uh, as time goes on, it's not as good as I remember it. You know what I mean? Uh, absolutely. Now, in the yeah. second hour, and I uh, I met him the other day. I don't have his name in front of yeah. me, but in the second hour on Friday afternoon, I have the sous chef from Broussard's coming on. Oh, yeah? Oh, that'll so be that'll good. that'll be fun. Yeah, he's been on with yeah. us before. He's, uh, yeah, that those are, that's a, a great underrated restaurant, I think. I think so, too. Yeah. I've also, uh, I'll top this off. Uh, I have a restaurant review for you. Okay. Okay, it's breakfast. It's right on the side of the Marriott Hotel yeah. on Canal Which Street. One? Oh, it's in the oh, 100 block of Charters. It's called Jimmy J's. 
Oh, yeah? No, I, I haven't even heard the name before. Tell me more about it. Um, it's kind of like a ruby slipper menu. It's, ex- it's an oh, yeah? exciting breakfast menu that when you look at it, it makes you go, wow, I want to dine there. Uh, anyway, I went with three other guests the other day for yeah. brunch, and mm-hmm. we basically ate family style, which was my recommendation. So yeah. we had four different uh, dishes, and we just put them on the uh, table and went at it. Hmm. You know uh, that but it was delicious. That, I can't quite make it out whether this is a uh, if it's a chain, then it's is it a local chain or is it all over the place? And I think there are some other ones in some other places. Uh, but okay, Jimmy J's. Jimmy J's, to my knowledge, is a one. Uh, yeah. You know, one-stop shop uh, with a local owner. Uh, I know Ruby Slipper is local owner, but yeah. definitely expanding. And every time I can say, I mean, I'm like you. I normally don't like chains. Okay, yeah. there are two that I like. I like Mr. Ed's Oyster Bar and Steak and the yep. Fish House. Yeah. And the other one that I like is um, I like Ruby Slipper because I've had a great experience every time I've. Yeah, uh, me too. Uh, since since day one, uh, that they've always done a, a really nice job when they were like right around the corner from Mandina's. That's where they first started, and it, yes. it was uh, the the food was terrific there, and it has never stopped being terrific. And they keep opening up new locations of it all around the city. The mm-hmm. Ruby Slipper, I'm talking about. In case you're just joining yes. us. Yeah. Now, when I do um, when I do uh, fill in as a guest host for you, yeah. if it's okay with you, I'm going to give away one of your vegetarian cookbooks if I have a contest. Okay, uh, uh, you, you can't do that. Uh, I'm joking. Uh, I'm joking. Uh, I'm just checking uh, because it seems like a great idea and a and a and a and a, and a very very thing to <laughs> yeah. Uh, everything about it I like except uh, for the paperwork we have to go through to give away something. I know. Uh, and yeah, so, I got gotcha. uh, Yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, good. Yeah, I look forward to it. I, I, I hope s- you have a great trip. I, I hope so, too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, you know, th- this is going to be a challenging uh, event for us. Uh, but then again, you know, the, the vacations that you remember are those. I mean, I, I'll never forget the year that I walked the Grand Canyon. I'll never forget. Okay. I'll never forget the year that I bicycled from New Orleans to Chicago. But uh, you know, but now that I'm, how old am I anyway? I'm, I, I think uh, I'm, you'll be. I think I'm something like about eighteen. Uh, but anyway, thirty-four next year. Thirty-four next year. Yes, sir. Okay. Anyway, I'll let you go. Yeah. Uh, my pleasure to fill in. Thank Marianne Thank for, you. Uh, for for remembering me, and y'all have a great time. Yeah, we will, and we'll remember you for doing that. Thanks a lot. See you later. That's uh, Ron, the gourmet waiter, and he he really, I don't think he's a waiter too much anymore. He's more of a manager, restaurant manager, and uh, he really knows his stuff, really knows his wine. And some years ago, uh, he and I were talking just like one of these things we're doing right now. We're just uh, shooting the breeze about anything on the air, and uh I, we were about to go on vacation, we don't, which we don't do as much as I'm making it sound. But um, anyway, I asked him if he would guest host the show, and he said, sure. So he did it. And uh, I think you'll like it. We have a lot of good guest hosts coming on. And uh, I th- tune in. You might decide that you like them better than me. And if that's, if that's true, then, well, I got to get on the stick, you know, as I guess the, the way. It, uh, Doug, I think you mentioned uh, about an hour ago something about barbed scallops. Oh, wait, wait, not but baked scallops. 
Is it? Yes, I did. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, yeah, mm-hmm. baked scallops. It's the, the uh, of it's one of the things of the day, or it something. Is, yeah. It is. Yeah. It is the day for it. It is the day set aside in our calendar yeah. for uh, for uh, scallops to bake. I guess. And, and what more do we have to discuss about this? I have no idea oh. um, because I've never baked a scallop in my life. No. No, I have not. Ha- do you have I, uh, a different way of cooking it? Uh, I have. I just like to eat them. Oh. I, I don't care how they cook. Do, well, you don't, I eat don't them. care if they're You don't baked. eat them raw. I don't, don't do care you? if they have a special day <laughs> or anything else. I don't spare, I really don't care if they have a special no? week. But, uh, you know, as long as I can eat them, I'm fine. Okay. So uh, you, you have eaten raw um, scallops? Have you eaten raw scallops? Yeah. Okay. That's nice. Okay. They tended to be the little ones. The big ones... I don't know. You know. I'm thinking about it. I've had some that have been kind of seared on the outside, but not what you could call grilled or, you know, anything hard on it. I never thought about that. Hmm. But I, I love scallops. Scallops are—I have only one problem with scallops, and that is here in New Orleans, which is far away from any other place where scallops live. We don't the, live the, in scallop country we, at we all. We really don't. No. I mean, they have they have those little ones out there, but those that's that's trash. I, I don't th- I don't like it at all. Oh. Where you need to go if you want to see what scallops really can be is the northeast uh, in New England in particular and up into Quebec in uh, Canada. In fact, we've done three cruises out that way just so we could eat as many scallops and as many oysters and and also um, lobsters as we could possibly get because that's where they really come from. The, the scallops that you get, uh, e- even these days you see restaurants, uh, uh, they have on their menu this phrase, uh, scallops that, uh, um, that come from, <clears throat> you know, I was about to tell you the name of the island, but now I've forgotten it, uh, is um, the Prince Edward, yeah, that's it, I got it, P-E-I is how it usually shows up on menus, uh, Prince Edward Island. And uh, that is in, in New England and, and Canada. And the, sca- the quality of the scallops ar- around there is unbelievable. You can't stop eating them. They're expensive, though. Hmm. So the scallops are big and the oysters are small. Uh, the oysters are small, but they're pretty good. Uh, same species that we have here, but, yes. uh, uh, but uh, a really good taste. Not as good as ours, though. Of I course mean, not. No, of course not. Yeah, I mean, you got to hold uh, something back. I was thinking about St. Patrick's Day. What yeah. would you eat on St. Patrick's Day? I'm thinking of uh, other than corned beef and cabbage. I'm thinking of yeah. snake. Snake? Yeah. Why? Why is that? Well, you, you know, the, the deal with St. Patrick, right? Oh yeah, he ran all the uh, snakes out of Ireland. Yeah, I yeah. think it would yeah. be appropriate to eat snake. Well, yeah, that's that's uh, yeah. But have you ever eaten snake? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rattle, uh, rattlesnake is a matter. Rattlesnake of is yes. the one. Yeah, me too. I, uh, I it was a restaurant somewhere between uh, uh, San Antonio and let's see what was that other other town around there. Uh, it, uh, it was on on the on the way to uh, Waco. <laughs> right around that uh, that area, yeah. they have a rattlesnake rodeo every year. Yeah, and and if you ever eat them, uh, the the joke that's often said about them is that they taste a lot like chicken. Well, they do. They really do. I, 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 I'll never forget the first time I ate rattlesnake, and that's exactly what it tasted like to me was chicken. I'm thinking of rattlesnake hmm. pizza. Ah, 
So, well, yeah. I, you know, I think thinking about it is about as far as you really ought to consider that. You were talking about deep, yeah. deep dish pizza, and yeah. deep dish pizza hit me sort of like uh, lasagna without the noodles. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, uh, lasagna without the noodles. Boy, that would be a strange item. Uh, you would you would be able to pour it onto the uh, into somebody's mouth even. Welcome back. This is the Food Show, unique in America, on one o five point three FM HD two. Hey, Stu Barish is uh, over here. He's one of our semi regular callers. Always a pleasure to have you on. Well, thank you. Speaking of unique, you are. Yeah. I am. You are. You sure? Absolutely. I, I could have sworn I saw another guy who was exactly like me a couple of days ago. Oh, please, no. <laughs> no. That's what my wife says, too. <laughs> you were talking about rattlesnakes. Yeah. Do you remember the trip we took? Oh, I'll never to forget Jackson, that. Jackson, Alabama. Jackson, Alabama for the annual Sheriff's Department uh, uh the first annual, or was the second annual? I think it was, could have been the second like annual. Uh, Armadillo and Coon, Coon Gourmet Food Society. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll never forget that because uh, you you just named a few of them, but there were plenty other ones that, that wound up coming to the table. Uh, oh, I, it was it was crazy. I mean, between the rattlesnake, between armadillo, between uh, nutria. Uh, uh, no, they didn't have nutria no, there. Nutria? No, they uh, didn't have it there. We did they have had dove, raccoon. They had wild boar. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and as you remember, possum. you mentioned the sheriff. Possum was was on the list. It could have been. It, yeah, it would definitely was. I remember it, it could, distinctly. It could have been. Yeah. They, that was the one that had the dark circles. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but right. it was. If you remember, it was a dry county, but they had plenty of booze. Yeah, yeah. There's just uh, every time they picked up somebody, say, "What? What's back here?" And they open up the ice chest, and it's full of beer. And, 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 and that, that was that was great. It was it was a great night. Uh, wait, wait. Unique... Can I finish this anecdote? Please. Okay. So uh, not not that I mind your. Uh... Go ahead. Go. Uh, well, anyway. Uh, so the the sheriff was telling us about this. You know, there, you know, there were these guys who came up there. We open up the trunk, and here's a couple of ice chests, and we open it up, and Mil- old Milwaukee, filled with all uh, old Milwaukee. I told them we got enough of that. Take this home. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It, it it was wild. The only thing missing, Tom, that night was a fight. Uh, it did have that uh, kind of feeling to it, didn't it? It, it absolutely did. Yeah. But but that uh, the rattlesnake reminded me of that night, and it's a night we'll both never forget. Yeah. And uh, you know, it may have been the last one they held, for all I know. I don't know, but that was a weird one. Uh, there'd probably be people who would fight that these days. Yeah. Uh, whatever. You know, yeah. it all it, it all tasted like chicken. So why not eat chicken? <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, that's a a good point. But anyway, it just goes to show that the the Deep South was still very much in business at that time. Absolutely. Listen, you guys have a wonderful vacation. I know you'll have great memories, and uh, you know we'll 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 hear about it when you get back. You know, uh, you are the kind of guy who is so cosmopolitan that you may have already experienced this before. But I've been uh, asking around, seeing if there's anybody out there who has ever actually taken a significant trip in the uh, Orient Express? 
Uh, I have not. Uh, I don't know who has. Me neither. Um, I haven't found anybody. You know, they had that train here a couple of years ago, not the Orient Express, but uh, a, a, a version of it. Yeah. Um, that was coming out of New Orleans, attached to the back of the city of New Orleans. Uh, uh, but that didn't last long. Yeah, they were trying to, uh, they were trying to do a first-class um, rail service, uh, and it, it was under the name of... Uh, a good one to remember, uh, 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 except that I can't remember its name now. I can't either. Uh, but they, uh, but apparently, I, I've been looking for it lately to see if maybe it exists, but I can't find anything out about it. So it, now, when was the last time you saw the movie The Orient Express? Oh gosh, it's been a long time. You've got to go see it. There have see been see it tonight. I'm told that there were five books written about that, and they were all totally different from one another. Well, uh, so I'm, I've got a hold of a couple of them. Let's hope there's so, no murder on this Orient Express. Oh, yeah. Well, as long as it's not of me. <laughs> <laughs> or or yeah. Marianne, either oh, one. Oh, no. Well, of course not. Yeah, there you go. Hey, listen, enjoy your trip, guy. Thank you. Thanks for calling. See you. Bye. In case you're just joining us and wondering what that is, uh, this is uh, my last day of doing this program before I go on vacation. No, I was not about to say this is not the last show I'm ever going to do over here. But uh, anyway, we, um, my wife has always wanted to take a ride on the uh, Orient Express. It goes all over Europe, especially in the east. It does go as far as Istanbul. That's the Orient aspect of it. Uh, but most people travel a route that starts off somewhere in northern um, France, or uh, sort of uh, near um, England. And then uh, the, uh, it goes from that point, it goes to uh, just about all the, all the uh, countries in that part of the world. And, uh, and it's expensive, and it's fast, and it's full of all sorts of amazing cultural tidbits. I uh, that's all I know about it. I've I've talked I've I've spoken with a whole bunch of people who uh, think it's pretty exotic a thing to do, but I haven't yet found anybody who's actually done it. So we will find out. It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice, and uh, here we are with you. I hope talking about the food scene around town. Hey, you know, uh, if uh, you would like to help me out in the ability we have to put a good show f together for you every day, would you do one little thing for me um, and for yourself and for everybody else who listens? And that is call us. And if you say to me, uh, gosh, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, just try me on that. Call me anyway, even if you don't have anything to say. And, uh, you will not be embarrassed. You will, uh, with, uh, without a question, you will have something to say that uh, you never thought about as being the kind of thing you would put on a radio show. But, in fact, you know all kinds of things that um, nobody else knows or nobody's thinking about right now. Anyway, so share it with us, would you? We'd really appreciate that. It will greatly improve the, the, the program. I know that's not your lookout but uh, it is something that is not as easy to do as it sometimes seems. So uh, please, 260-6368. That's all you need to do is call us, 
and we will have something going on within seconds of your call. I mean it, really. It's so simple. You and I eat all the time. We have that in, in common right off the bat. And the next thing you know, we're talking about uh, dishes that you ate 20 years ago and some that I drank 25 years ago. 2606368. We uh, would be very happy. On the other hand of this, uh, you don't have to not know anything or have uh, anything to say. Uh, If you do have a question about a you know some restaurant you you've seen you've driven in front of it and you say well what's that all about uh, call us uh, I'm not guaranteeing to you that I know the answer to that but I'll bet you somebody listening to us does and that's a good way to uh, to get the word out it also helps us uh, give a little bit of glory to some of the restaurants out there that uh, maybe could use a little boost here and there I think it's always a good thing to do you know if you go to a a, a good restaurant. Uh, call us and tell us about it, and let's get the word out so they stay in business and they do a good job for us and our expansion of uh, the variety that we can uh, find among our edibles just gets bigger and bigger. All it takes is that one phone call. It's the one phone call that you never make, that so many other people don't Make. I'm not trying to make you feel guilty. Yes, you are. I am not trying to make you feel guilty. I'm just asking you to call me. That's all. You, you know, I was looking at uh, some things that uh, something that came from yeah. our, our news department over oh? here, and uh, Professor Mark Rosa, who is from UNO, yeah. he's a business professor over there, did a survey, and the survey is about vacation shaming. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. What is it? They found that 48% of the workers say that their boss or their co-workers mm-hmm. have tried to make them feel bad about taking time away from work. Oh. And that's up from 41% last year, as a matter of Really? Fact. Keeps track of that stuff. Huh. Now, the survey said they found that 28% of the workers say that they're taking shorter vacations yeah. than they did uh, uh, last time they took a vacation, if ever. Hmm. I remember talking to a guy. I'm tra- he, he was pretty well known. He, he started out as a disc jockey, and then he became a voiceover guy uh, on, t- on TV. And uh, w- w- he was at some food uh, event, uh, media, food media event, and I got to talking with him. And uh, I say, so, uh, you know, what's unusual about what you do? And he said, nothing at all, but if I take a, d- if I take a day off— they're going to fire me. <laughs> and that has stuck in my mind ever since. And I'm very hesitant about taking them when, in fact, the, the people who, you know, our, my boss and your boss uh-huh. have been very, very, very good to me. And, uh, and I can't imagine a better place to work than this. I, maybe, maybe that makes me a little limited in my purview, but, uh, but I, 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 I don't have any concern about that. Everybody seems to be interested in where I'm going for vacation. Certainly this time around, they want to know. Well, I'm very happy this year that this will be the first year in a long time I will not be working on my birthday. No? No. You know, when's your birthday? Uh, well, see, you know, I am Irish by birth. Yeah. Uh, my parents are not Irish. No. Neither one of them are Irish. But I was born on uh, St. Patrick's Day. Oh, so, I, that's perfect. So I am Irish by birth, whether I want to be or not. <laughs> that's great. It's also, uh, as Ella Brennan once told me, you know, 
That's fighting uh, terms you're using there. <laughs> fight. So, you fight, know, I fight. love it. I love this town because every year on my birthday, they hold mm. a party for me. And, you yeah, know, they yeah, throw food, it, which is beautiful. Uh, it's, you know? uh, I agree. I mean, who would want for anything less than food? Yeah, every yeah, year, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, you know, things could be worse. Uh, it's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Anybody got one that'll beat that? Born on, gosh, well, I, I, I actually have heard about this other guy who was born on Mardi Gras, but I'm not going to tell you about him because he's, he's gotten too much publicity for that anyway. 260-6368 is our telephone number. We'd love to talk with you about the, where you've been eating lately. Uh, I uh, was uh, trying to decide whether to bring my uh, laptop with me and, and keep writing up my dining diary that I publish every day in the newsletter. And uh, basically, I came to the conclusion that I don't want to lug a, uh, a laptop computer around Europe. So uh, I'm not going to do that. But I'm going to, I'm, I am going to keep a diary. And when it comes back, when we get back in, the, uh, uh, in about just a little less than two weeks, uh, I'll have a lot to report to you. Uh, if, of course, I haven't been fired. <laughs> That's just a joke based on the f- things we were talking about a minute ago. No, I really, I'd, uh, I'd be very astonished at that. Uh, they've been very nice to us. And just letting me do this program uh, for as long as we've done it, 30 years, this is a, a an, an idea, you know, all food all the time that nobody else has ever done as far as I know. And, and if anybody knows of someone who did, please alert me to him because, you know, I want to tell the truth about this, but uh, this is unique to our city and to this radio station. It's the only one of its kind. We've been very successful over the years, too. And what do we get for it? Well, a little bit of recognition. That's nice. 260-6368 is our telephone number. And we'd love to hear from you. I, uh, I, we only have about 10 minutes, not even quite that yet, uh, left. And I was hoping that somebody listening to us today would have actually been on the Orient Express, but I haven't been able to find anybody. There are a lot of people who saw the movie. There are a lot of people who read the books. And I say books because there are there's more than one book about the about the Orient Express, uh, but I, I guess I'm going to give you another one. Uh, I, don't, I don't do... Uh, uh, what, there's, there's a word for the kind of uh, movies that I'm, I'm trying to think of it. I can't write at the moment. But anyway, uh, I, I, I expect uh, all kinds of crazy things to happen on this. And we're all required, the men are anyway, to wear tuxedos for, for dinner. Uh, and uh, the the train itself was built on the, uh, the basis of the—and this train has been at it for over 100 years. Uh, they kind of rebuilt it in the way it used to look uh, back in the early 1900s. Uh, that's when they were really uh, famous. Uh, my wife was uh, a little surprised to hear that they do not have— a uh, a shower on board the ship. Um, it, well, it's not a ship, excuse me. It's on the rail train, on the railroad. Uh, and I was kind of surprised at that, too. 
because it is possible to have a uh, a rail uh, a, a railroad car a passenger car at that that does have a uh, a shower in fact uh, all of the cross country uh, trains uh, that Amtrak runs uh, all of those have showers. I, as a matter of fact, whenever I take one, I always take a shower. It's a, there's something weird about it, so that's that's my kick. Two six zero six three six eight. Who wants to say goodbye to me for two weeks? Anybody? Or good riddance? How about maybe that? That's that might be it. Uh, but anyway, I, I do ask you this: if you, if you uh, wouldn't mind. We have a bunch of guest hosts who are going to come in day by day, and they're going to have their own guests on with you. And instead of me doing the show, it's going to be some other people who are either professionals in the business, the, the restaurant business, or they are people who are very avid restaurant goers and who know their stuff. And uh, they're, they're no two alike. We have a lot of very unusual people coming and I think you will find them entertaining. Uh, all of them have done it in the past, and it worked out pretty well. So uh, you'll have something a little bit different. Well, let's, let's run down the list here while we have some time here. Do, uh, Daniel you, is going to be here tomorrow. Do you have the list? I do have the oh, list. Oh, well, you got, mm-hmm. you're on, you yeah. beat I me. Am, I am, yeah, right. well, I, you know, I'm way right. ahead. Well, let's it's my it. job, see. All right. Well, you, okay, you know, we okay. got we got Daniel coming up uh, for tomorrow and Thursday. Daniel, the gourmet Daniel. cellist. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On Friday, it's uh, Ellie Lofton. Oh, yeah. She's the one whose uh, uh, family makes these great little oyster bakers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, Chef Duke is going to be here well, a, yeah, day, a couple he, of days anyway. Yeah, he's a regular for He's going to start yeah. uh, the week off next week. Uh, Justin Kennedy from the Parkway is going he's to be He's hilarious. He's very funny, and he really knows his stuff. He's got two days, uh, three days, as a matter mm-hmm. of fact, that we're going to have, we're going to have Justin here. Yeah. Uh, Scott Craig. Uh, he's another one. He runs what I think is the best neighborhood restaurant in the whole city, Katie's. There you go. Uh, and he's mm-hmm. done the show several times before in the past, so that'll be uh, that'll be good. And cleaning up here will be Chef Duke, Justin Kennedy, and <laughs> and, uh, and Daniel, uh, Daniel one more time. And all of these, all of these, these you got some great people here. Well, you know, these are this is what we have for listeners here. We have some pretty sharp uh, players. So uh, anyway, yeah, folks, uh, give them a tune in. Just because you don't hear me doesn't mean it's the end of the world. As a matter of fact, anything but. Who knows? I might not come back. And these you people have know. been known to drag in some people here who are uh, amazing food people, not necessarily chefs or or something, but food people themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in in various forms, uh, Daniel had uh, last time he was here. We made a call to Italy mm. for uh, a lady who uh, who did a a uh, a cookbook. It was it was quite interesting, hmm. and uh, that was that was fun. Uh, Chef Duke is always 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 interesting. He's yeah, always yeah. got something to say about everything, and uh, yeah. of course he's the new chef in charge of Natini's. Natini's on the North Shore, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Justin Kennedy. There's always a party with Justin. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And he's he's the guy who runs uh, on a daily basis uh, the uh, Parkway Bakery. Or what used to be called Parkway Bakery, Parkway Poor Boys. So, uh, oh, that's good. I, I, it's, I'm, I'm, I feel better about knowing that that my show has been in good hands. 
And uh, thank you for everything you do, uh, Doug, because that's uh, I know what you do is is very helpful to all the guest hosts too, and and and, uh, and me too. Uh, who is here and uh, where? Oh, it, it's Stephen. Stephen, welcome to the food show. Well, I hope I'm the last one to say goodbye. Yeah. And uh, you and Marianne have a good time. I have ridden on the Orient Express with my grandmother, but it's been 50 years. Well, uh, so, so I don't remember much about it. And I was a teenager. I was about 17 or 18. Ah, well, your your mind was on probably other things. That's right. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, so, but I mean, it was it was dress. I mean, it was dress. It was yeah. dress all the time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, of course, I was sort of raised with with dress. Dinner was always at a certain time, and mm-hmm. everybody sat and everybody dressed nicely. And uh, if you came in for sporting events or something, you were you were told to go upstairs and change clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I'm all for that. As anybody who has listened to our okay. program for any length of time. Uh, I think one of the worst things that's happened in the restaurant business over the last, say, 20, 30 years is that nobody hardly dresses up to go out to dinner. It's, it used to be yeah. that if you went to Antoine's or Galatoire's or even, uh, you know, a, a little place, uh, you would uh, wear a jacket and tie or maybe just the jacket. Or, but uh, it was certainly not like it is now where you, anything goes. And uh, Sunday and even Saturday were pretty much dressy. Time, dressy meals. Well, we'll find out. Yeah, uh, okay, I love well, you trains, have a good time. And, and I like restaurants I too. So, and Marianne hates trains. So, <laughs> well, it's her idea. Listen, oh, okay. she, she's, she. This was on her bucket list. She wants, okay. she wants to uh, be on that uh, on that train because it okay. sounds uh, very elegant. That's her style. It is. Yeah. yeah, it is very elegant, and I know she likes elegant hotels. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, you you know, you would think she would pick somebody a little more elegant uh, for, well, you know. Well, uh, you always want to be elegant with your ties. Well, that's true. Yeah. And, and your sport and, coat. <laughs> <laughs> you can't very well hide when you go to a restaurant because you're the only man there with a with a coat and a tie. <laughs> well, I've been told that. Well, listen, uh, thank you, Stephen. See you later. Okay. It's the Please. food show. And, uh, well, that's about it. Um, you know, it's funny. It's just a, a, a weird coincidence, but I I was stumbling around looking at something in YouTube, and I found Johnny Carson's last program, and I wound up watching the whole thing. It was about an hour and a half long. And somehow... Uh, the feeling of that program kind of makes me feel the same way about this one, as if I'm not going to come back, but I am coming back. I am, I guarantee you I'm coming back. Uh, have a good time. Enjoy yourself. Uh, eat fish for Lent, and uh, I'll let you know when I'm back. You'll know, I'm, I'm sure. Good night.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 